listening to Draw Near with Fred and Kara. It's just going to be me today. We are continuing our um, the start of our season and this kind of series, I guess, about hearing God's voice and growing in relationship with Him. And we shared in our first episode back of season two, if we're calling it season two, um, we shared that we really wanted to dive into how to hear the Lord's voice, how to grow your relationship with him, and that we would be putting out little shorties throughout the week with specific tips on how to uh, do that exactly. So I'm going to share a couple tips with you in this shorty. So the first thing that I will say is if you haven't listened to that first episode put out on Wednesday about hearing God's voice, does God really speak to us? Listen to that one before going any further There are so many things within that episode that are key, um, especially in relation to our identity, who we are as his children. So often we feel like we have to do all of the things and earn this relationship with him and earn the right to hear him speak. And that's just not true. And so that continues into my first tip. My first tip is empower that truth, the truth of who you are, as his child, the truth that you are his sheep and he calls you and you hear his voice, you get to hear his voice, empower that truth. So I'm going to, what I mean by that is that sometimes we hear something and we allow that to sink in, but it's not the truth. And so I'm going to steal something from Encounter Ministries. I always joke that whenever it's relating to the faith, it's not stealing, it's handing on. So I'm going to hand on something to you. That is a common saying in Encounter Ministries. And they say, if you believe the lie, you empower the liar. If you believe the lie, you empower the liar. Who is the liar? Well, in the Gospel of John, he calls the devil the father of lies. And the devil wants us to feel as though we have to earn God's love or earn his gifts or earn the right to hear his voice. Or that if we feel far from God, whether that is consistent throughout your life or just a moment in your spiritual life, if you feel like this is a moment in your life where you are further from God than you have been in the past or than you'd like to be, that somehow it's because we're not good enough or that somehow maybe God is not a loving God. These are the lies from the father of lies. He's just constantly just spits lies. And if we believe those lies, then we empower the devil's voice in your life and not God's voice. And when we empower the lie or the liar, it can leave us spiritually deaf to the truth. So who is the truth? Well, scripture tells us, Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? So when we allow the lies to be a louder voice in our mind, then he who is truth then we're giving power to those lies, almost as if those become our identity. So my tip number one is empower the truth of who you are. So I'm going to ask you, um, I'm going to ask you to repeat after me. Now, obviously it's up to you if you actually want to do this, but if you're in the car by yourself and you want to say it out loud audibly, or if you just want to repeat after me in your head, this is the truth. This is what we are to empower. I said in, in our first episode, starting us off, that we have to grow in a habit of waking up and saying, I am your child, God, and I get to hear your voice. Help me to have ears to listen. As opposed to if we've empowered this lie that 
what do I, what do I have to do today to earn this close relationship? So wake up every day or right now in this moment, pause and repeat after me. This is the truth. I am a sheep. Jesus is my shepherd. He speaks and I can hear his voice. Hopefully you repeat it after me. Otherwise the pauses are awkward, (laughs) but that is the truth that we are to empower. I am a sheep. Jesus is my shepherd. He speaks and I can hear his voice. Empowering the truth empowers your relationship with God, that you are his sheep. And then as John says uh, in the, the passage of the good shepherd, the gospel of John has Jesus saying, they hear my voice. And then what happens? They hear my voice and they follow. So when we empower this relationship with God by empowering the truth of who we are as his child, as his sheep, it should change our life. We then live it out. Now I'm not saying that in you live it out in a performance mentality, like, okay, if I do these things, now I'm going to hear him more. I'm going to hear him louder. I'm going to hear him better. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that because God's love is so great, it must change our life. It must change how we come to him, how often we come to him, your desire to come to him because he speaks to us and we follow. So how do we follow? Now I mentioned in, um, in our first episode back that, you know, God cannot be a stranger by virtue of your baptism. You are his child. He cannot be a stranger, but maybe his voice can be strange to you because you've either never heard it or aren't as familiar with how he may speak. So when it comes to, as you empower this truth of your identity and who you are and your relationship with him grows and you want to live that out, you want to grow in your familiarity of his voice. So continuing within those tips would be two ways to grow in your familiarity of hearing the Lord in your own life. And those two tips are scripture and prayer. Again, this is not to earn the right to hear his voice like, oh, maybe if I read my Bible more. However, the catechism says in paragraph uh, 2700-2700, through his word, God speaks to man. Through his word, God speaks to man. Now we know scripture is his word, but in the gospel of John, it also says, in the beginning was the word and the word became flesh. Yes, scripture is the word, but that word is also Jesus Christ, a person, a person. And so we can hear his voice, not just in scripture, but in looking at the life of Jesus. And in the book of Hebrews chapter three, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the living word of God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the way that we hear his voice is through scripture. So if we want to grow in our ability to recognize his voice or how he may speak or what he would say, then we need to read scripture. I remember this is actually oftentimes how the Lord will speak to me. I remember um, I was just having a real rough day. This was maybe a couple weeks ago. And it was one of those days where like everything in the morning was just going wrong. And I had a lot of things I had to get done before leaving. And then I had to run a ton of errands and everything felt very overwhelming and loud and chaotic and not holy and not peaceful and not prayerful. And I was just, I remember kind of complaining in the car to God, like, 
I'm trying, like I'm living my vocation and I know I'm praising you in my vocation, but like, it just doesn't feel like in the moment I'm praising you. And, and I was really struggling. And I remember thinking of the scripture passage, come to me all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. And so I was actually on my way to adoration and God spoke that scripture. He, he didn't speak it. He made me remember that scripture passage. So sometimes how the Lord speak to us, speaks to us is through like a recollection of something that has happened in our life. Hey, remember when this happened or remember this scripture passage? And so he was speaking to me by recalling a scripture passage in my mind. And I was on my way to adoration in the car when I was, you know, huffing and puffing with him in prayer. And he brings the scripture passage to mind. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. And I just kept repeating it over and over in my head. And so when I got to adoration, I pulled up the readings for the day, the mass readings for the day, and that was the reading for the day. So not only can he speak to us through recalling a scripture passage, however, he can't recall a scripture passage if we've never read the scripture passage, right? Now he can say the same thing, communicate the same thing, but we might not know that that's scripture if we haven't read that scripture. Or he speaks to us through the mass readings. So if you don't know where to start, start with today's mass readings because he speaks to us in the living word, the same yesterday, today, and always. He is always speaking to us. I think scripture also serves, though, as um, the point of reference to truth because sometimes we may think we're hearing the Lord, but what we are hearing might be completely counter to who Jesus is. Or what scripture says. For example, um, I don't know if I don't know if people speak this, but for example, we could say, you know, I believe that I don't have to worry about any of my sins because God doesn't need me to just live a good life. He's gonna love me for who I am. Now, some of that is true. God is gonna love you no matter where you're at, He's gonna meet you where you're at but he cares about the sin. He calls you to something more. And when we look at scripture, we see that because over and over, that's a pattern that he interacts with people who are in sin, but he calls them to something more. So when we think we hear something or when we think the world is telling us something and like, yeah, this must be true. Then we put it up against the pillar of truth, which is scripture in the life of Jesus. So that's how scripture can work in our life as well with hearing the Lord's voice. And the second way that I mentioned to grow in familiarity with with Jesus and his voice is through prayer. Uh, St. Teresa of Avila, she says that prayer, this is her quote, prayer, in my opinion, is nothing else than a close sharing between friends. It means taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know loves us. A close sharing between friends. That's what I want. That is what I want. I want God to be my friend. And I want our conversation to be that of friends, one that lovingly jokes and challenges and speaks with that familiarity, with that love. And that's what I think we all desire. But here's the kicker. We all get it. He wants that as well. In the Gospel of John chapter 15, it says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. That should sound familiar to the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep, right? And then he says in verse 15, No longer do I call you servants, but I have called you friends. 
for all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. He calls us servants, and he makes himself and his Father known to us. And one of the ways that we begin to grow in this friendship with the Lord is through prayer. Now, I'm actually going to give you the second tip. I won't make it a second shorty that you have to listen to because these are more uh, shorter tips anyways. So the second thing that I will share, the first one was empower the truth. When you empower the truth and you want to live out that relationship, growing in familiarity can come through scripture and prayer. Okay. So that was all within that first tip. The second tip is if you feel far from God, or if you have never heard the Lord's voice, or if you desire that friendship with the Lord, then ask for it. Then ask. Okay. That might seem so simple, but here's what scripture says about asking. James chapter four, it says, you have not because you ask not. Matthew chapter 5 in the Beatitudes, Jesus says, those who hunger and thirst shall be filled. Do you hunger for a relationship where you speak as friends? Here's a promise. You shall be filled. Scripture says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you in Matthew chapter 7. Matthew also says, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? ask. It might seem so simple, but because it's so simple, we never do it. Like I've been challenged with this in my own prayer life where there've been things that I'm like, God, why isn't this happening? Or where are all of these things that you have promised? And, you know, complaining with maybe a little bit of frustration. And he will recall that scripture passage. You have not because you ask not. It's like, oh yeah. I'm supposed to ask because a father in heaven gives good things to those who ask. Now, why do we not ask? Yeah, it seems so simple. And maybe that's us falling back into this, like, it can't be that easy. Like, I got to do something big. I got to do something good. I got to do something holy. And then it'll happen. Asking takes humility. Humility. So I might challenge a little bit here, and I see, I recognize this in my own heart as well. I might challenge you a little bit here. If you are unwilling to ask for that close relationship or to hear his voice, perhaps there's a little bit of pride, like that you can do it all by yourself or that, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be holy even though God doesn't speak to me. He doesn't want that. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to ask for that. I want you to think here of like a child um, in Matthew chapter 7. Jesus says, What man among you, if his son asks for bread, is going to give him a stone? And immediately when we hear that passage, we think of the man who his child wants bread. We think of the parent. And we're like, yeah, we want to give our kids everything, right? But for a moment, I want you to think of the child who's asking for bread. Him asking is not selfish. Him asking is not weak. And bread is not something that he has to work for. He is hungry. And he trusts in his father's care for him. He trusts that his father is going to give him what he asks for. Remember, those who hunger will be filled. In the same way, asking for a closer relationship with God or asking, God, I just want to hear your voice. That is not selfish. That is the prayer of a child coming to a father, trusting this is what I need and I know you give me good gifts. It is not selfish. It is not only for the few 
a close relationship or God's voice. It is for everybody. So go to the Father with the humble heart of a child and ask. And he will gift 